Um, mm-hmm. And then he sat like two seats away from me. I was like, oh my God, if we both would have sat one seat the other way, we would be next to each other, which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that about anything. <laughs> if, if, if things were different, they would be different. <laughs> Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi. Hi. We're We're Quinn. Quinn. And And we're we're Becca. Becca. And welcome to Manic Pixie Jump Scare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions, passions, and and love love for for each each other. other. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Yes, I am. I guess I am at the Airbnb. I rented it out <laughs> for $5 million. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm having the time of my life here. So what can I say? Yeah. And while Becca's in that Airbnb in Malibu, I am actually, guys, I know I said I was done traveling for a while, but then I just got the most exciting opportunity, opportunity. <laughs> to go to China. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For professional yeah. development. For a uh, <laughs> brand trip. Um, The lovely brand Shein um, invited mm-hmm. me to go to China and, um, you know, see their working conditions, get to know their brand a little bit better. And let's just say, don't believe everything you read. <laughs> oh, wow. We yeah, cannot so, be in two two op- more opposite places, I believe. Yeah, unfortunately. So yeah, unfortunately, me and Becky can't be together live this week as we are every other week. We do this podcast, but um, right, right. Um, but in a way, we are in both capitalistic nightmarish hellscapes. Yes. Uh-huh. You could say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in some sort of form, I wouldn't see. I would say Shein isn't like that, though. I think that's what makes Shein a lot different from other brands out there. Hmm. Hmm. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. right. all the people I talked to were completely happy with their jobs. <laughs> smiling. Smiling, happy, not saying laughing anything. Even. Not saying Just anything. Just laughing and smiling, yeah, actually. <laughs> speaking when I spoke to them, which is something I enjoy personally, because you know, when <laughs> when too many people are talking at once, I get like a little bit like, ugh. But yeah, um it's, it's nice because they were like, they're kind of just like like they were kind of looking like this, like. Yeah. Um, yeah. With no fear in their eyes or hearts, I'm sure. Yeah, no, and um, they're doing this. They're doing this fun line right now. It's called like the Help Me line, I think, is what it's called. I don't know what. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but like, they're just writing help on everything. Um, oh, nice. And so that's um, so funny. That's just in really, time for summer. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh, help, help me party, help me. Yeah. You know, I go out and be a Barbie. Yeah, how come on Barbie? Let's go help. Exactly. Soon enough um, it's gonna be on the shirts. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I'm so um I'm excited to see the final designs. I'm excited to style them along with you guys. Um and again, right. thank you so much, Shein, for flying me all the way out to China. Yeah. Um, I love it here. I'm really happy for my friend Quinn. Well <laughs> Quinn, I mean other than like your brand trip and all that you have going on again professionally, uh-huh. um, what else have you kind of like been up to before your trip, I guess? This girl week? I have been working and working is the fucking fool. Let's talk about it because mm-hmm. I'm tired of it. I'm already tired of it. I'm all I'm done. I'm done. I'm done working. Why do I have to labor? Why it's do exhausting. I shower? Why do I bath? Because <laughs> it's a trend. Why do I work? Because yeah. it's a trend. Yeah. Why do I shower? Why do I bath? <laughs> <laughs> so um, honestly, 
And I oh, well. just like, so I, honestly, I'm getting the winery. She's a sleigh. Mm-hmm. I okay, like my good. job there. I like my job there. Lovely. I started my new job this week. I've been in training for that. Girl. Oh, no. I thought this and, was going to be the more exciting one. No, this one has been maybe when I actually get to like be with children and stuff. But this sure. one is just a skosh of a struggle so far. Because oh, no. first of all, I am a fucking geriatric person because I am, let's say with me now, 22 years old. Oh. Um, And who I, I pull up. And I'm sitting at a table with like 16, 17 year olds going into their like junior and senior years of high school. Whoa. Who are like the counselors. And I'm like, how, oh, hi. How, and they're like, hi, yeah. old, hi, bald. Like, <laughs> how could they let this happen? I know. No, one time they were like, oh, what year? They were randomly talking about like, oh, what year would you go back to? And this one girl was like, oh, I would go back to 2015. And then they were like, oh. And they were like, oh, you would go back to the fourth grade? And I said, shut up. (laughs) No, No, that's not possible. Yeah, it actually is. It actually actually so is. Uh Oh. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) 2015, when you and I were both fully in high school. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, so I'm becoming um, nauseous. I'm becoming nauseous at the idea of it. So yeah, that's one of the struggles I'm having. Another one of the struggles I'm having is, and Becca, let me know if you relate to this at all, but sometimes when I'm placed in certain scenarios, I do realize how stupid other people can be. I can't put it more nice than that. I know. Like, I know. It's so exhausting. It's truly crazy sometimes. Also, the way in which people do not listen. Like I Your colleagues are being bad. Yes, I am astounded by like wow. how much people have to ask questions that were already answered if they had just been listening. Oh girl, no girl. Listen, <laughs> I this has been my orientation week for school. Uh-huh. And people are like, "How do I get into my email, my school email?" Mhm. Which they could not have said and sent in writing more times. <laughs> there are so many instructions on how to do that, actually. And people no. are still confused. Oh, my God. And it's like, I'm embarrassed. Like, something happened recently where I asked where something was. And it was, like, so obvious where it was. And I was so embarrassed about it. For like, I was like, oh, I can't find this. And the person was like, oh, you mean right there? And I'm like, like i hate doing shit like that some people that's literally every task it's like you have to explain them to it like yes like they must like like girl how'd you get here this to this point in life like how are we on the same level right now? no how are you breathing how are you converting (laughs) oxygen into carbon dioxide (laughs) and like how asking how to do it yeah like (laughs) i excuse me how do i breathe (laughs) literally like literally yeah and not even like Oh my gosh. It's 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 hard out here. Yeah. It's hard out here sometimes. But doesn't um, it make you feel better a little bit better cuz you're like if they can actually do this, I can totally do this. Oh, 1000%. And it just means I'm like like sometimes I do like sometimes I do feel like oh, like sometimes I'm not smart, I'm not, you know, this this that, that. and I'm like, girl, I am act- Actually, I'm completely fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually completely fine. Like, if some of these people are the people I'm like, my con- my colleagues and contemporary, like, I'm mm-hmm. gonna be good. 
Um, We're going to get through this. So, yeah. Um, So, winery's fine. That job, it actually was better today. Yesterday, I was like, oh, my God. Because we're, like, training. But, like, nobody pays attention. And, like, the supervisor didn't really care about our training. I don't know. It was, like, I don't want to talk too much shit about it because Mm -hmm. let's just say... MPJ has been at the center of investigations around employment. Oh, yeah. And guys, oh, you better and, guys, believe it. and guys, I know I joked about being in China at the top of this, so you don't really know what to trust, but like, <laughs> we are actually not That's legitimately not a joke. Like, it actually has happened. Maybe one day we can talk about it, actually. Which BTW, guys, I know we post this on the internet. It doesn't mean you get to talk about it. Like, how dare you and you don't get to use it as a weapon and if you are weaponizing this podcast if you are weaponizing our creative energy you are a loser and you need to not listen to this anymore you need to get a hobby for sure you need to find things to fill your time you need to fill times with things you like instead of things you don't like and see how that changes your life around mary because right now you're miserable and you need to be dealt with (laughs) it's so true i can't believe it's real you're weird. You're weird. If you're, <laughs> you're listening a to a podcast with sub 20 weekly <laughs> listeners and you are sending it above people's heads, like you are fucking weird. Sorry. You're a freak. I guess we had to start with that. Thank you, Quinn. I, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for clearing the air on that. I, I guess we had to start with that. We'll have a tell <laughs> okay, so about that... that eventually. But um, housekeeping. Okay. Now that we've trashed three out of the four jobs we hold collectively, we have to go for the fourth one which is of course my dog sitting Mm. and guys i have about had it with dog sitting i am ready to i'm taking myself out of the industry actually um and so i'm going to tell you two stories over the course of this podcast one now one later so Mm -hmm. as we all know it was becca's birthday friday yeah and i will reveal next week on the podcast something i did on becca's birthday that becca knows about that was iconic but Mm -hmm. We must wait because the okay. iconic thing is not here yet for evidence. Of course. However, of course. however, the day took such a weird turn. We were all so happy that day. It was it's it's actually it was the day of all days. <laughs> it was actually crazy to see how things would be cut. I forget the quote, but um uh what's your name? Kyle something from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Crazy. Um, uh yeah, I don't remember. Um we're all so happy that day. Um so then, um, so I've been on, I'm going to say it, Rover, um, because honestly, okay. I don't want to work with this brand ever in the future. I don't <laughs> care. I don't want to, I probably don't really want to work with any brands in the future, but especially this one can kick fucking rocks because oh, no. what I'm about to say. <laughs> so Rover is like you, they like the, um, it's like Sadie Hawkins dance, like the, the, um, the pet parents ask you. You, yeah. Um, or maybe like a regular dance and wag is more like Sadie Hawkins. But anyway. Um, I so I get this message from this lady a couple weeks back, and she's like, Oh, can you sit my two dogs? And I was like, Oh yeah. And especially because it was like it was gonna be like seven hundred dollars after Rover took their cut for um this the job. And I was like, Oh, work and serve let me consider mm-hmm. that and she's like okay well my dogs are a little bit of a handful so we should definitely do like a meeting beforehand and i was like okay work and so friday of the day i go to her house and um i it's like a row home so it's like attached to some other houses 
Mm-hmm. And I like see her puppies through, well, dogs. They're because I have taken care of 12 week old puppies, two of them before. Right. Um, but these are, famously. these are, these are adult dogs. Um, I see them. And so I go up to the door and she's like waving me in. And so I open the door. One of the dogs is a golden retriever. My man takes off for the hills. No, immediately? Yes, immediately. Immediately he's taken <laughs> off. Oh, little guy. Yes. Big guy. And so the woman is like screaming at this point, like yelling. And like, <laughs> she's like, oh, no, this is the worst case scenario. Come on, let's get in my car and go find him. <laughs> And guys, I like you might think like, oh, Quinn, you have a podcast like you're outgoing, (laughs) you're talkative. Guys, I have like weird social anxiety where I like I feel like a normal every person I've talked to about this was like, you should have just left. You should have gotten in your car and left. (laughs) But no, I got in her car instead and was like, "Okay, I guess I'm going to help her find her dog. Oh, my God. The way she said this is the worst case scenario. She said that multiple times. She said that multiple times, actually. She thought in her head that there's a million different ways this can go. And this, this right now is, is the, worst the worst one. Life could be worse. Uh, no, no, it can't. No, it this can't. is the worst. No, it can't. So, Get in my car. Exactly. Jump in my ride. <laughs> beep, beep. Uh, beep, beep. So then. Uh, she opens up her phone. She's like trying to turn on the car and trying to look at her phone because the dog has a GPS tracker because this isn't the first time he's run. In fact, she lives off a major road and the dog has run onto the major road before and stopped traffic both ways, apparently. <laughs> both ways. Which both way both of them. And so this So he jumped over the fucking <laughs> meters. Mac- MacGyver so Houdini funny. of yeah. dogs of golden retrievers. Love, love him. him honestly <laughs> and so um so she's like look and of course of course the dog that's in the house is coming up on the gps and that dog isn't so she's like oh my oh. god what and it's like and i'm just like in her car and she's like you can navigate and so i'm holding her phone <laughs> oh my and god and you just met her literally oh she like yeah no <laughs> i yes exactly we don't know her we don't and know so her. like in the thing she was like oh my name's but oh she oh. says oh my name is bleep by the Blink. way yeah and um anyway as, as if this isn't a common name um <laughs> anyway so um we're in the car and she's like checking all the spots being like oh he's not there he's not there it's raining at this point because it's been raining in my area for the past mm, four months it feels like um yeah <laughs> and so we're driving along and then we see the dog and so she starts honking and the dog gets back in the car and she's like i like you're excited to see him and i was like oh and so again golden retriever 60 to 70 pounds doesn't get in the backseat of the car because why would a dog do that no instead he sits on my lap in the passenger seat like standing on my lap like and she was like i want yeah Oh, yeah God. and like she she was never like oh get in the back seat she was and i think it might have been because she had just gotten her car detailed and so she was like talking about that <laughs> she was like oh i just got this car detailed and now the wet dog and i'm like yeah i'm like i i don't think your dog is doing much damage to the car actually because he's actually Sitting on just me. getting <laughs> his wet fur on my jeans and my carly ray jepson t-shirt yeah right anyway taking the burn of that so then we drive back and this woman was giving me outs. I have to give her credit for something. And it, it she was giving me outs. Like she asked me if I wanted to stay. But again, guys, I don't know like how to say. I don't know how to. St- 
I don't know how to do that. Like I, yeah, yeah, no, that's not me. And so I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, like let me stay for a second. Let me hear her out. <laughs> You're and, an optimist. You're an optimist. Yeah, so You're giving her the benefit of the yeah. actually. Um, <laughs> and so then she's explaining to me like all her dogs, like things and all the medications she gives them and stuff. And so I also have to disclose that she is a Disney adult. Oh, okay. That yeah. does change things so, in my perspective. And she's a, a Disney adult. Picture. And I think there is a, I think there's a strong correlation between Disney adults and hoarders. Yes, I, yeah. Because I so. this woman's house, they was collect like, all their knickknacks. All like the the house was like rejecting shit and about to, it felt like it was about to spit at me. Like, uh, well, you know what? I've just actually a created Pop. a like a, a psychological comparison because Disney adults are so like nostalgic. Uh-huh. They can't get rid of things. Oh, yeah. Also, which is also why they love Disney because it's yeah. nostalgic. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay, science proven, done. Science, okay. a new study by papers. Becca Hobart yeah. and Quinn Murphy. I did. I did my <laughs> investigation. <laughs> we we looked for evidence. This lady. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm taking in her home. Like she's explaining to me at the dog stuff, and I'm like taking in her home, and she goes, she just asked me, "Do you have ADHD?" And I go, no. And she was like, oh, because your eyes are darting around. I asked because I have it too. <laughs> and I'm literally my favorite move from Dance Mom. Ooh, just got diagnosed. <laughs> like, <laughs> that one random lady says what after she calls her, I don't deal with the dissociative identity disorder in my practice. Ooh, just, got Ooh, just got diagnosed. Anyway, so... um. What else happens? Um, oh, and then she's like, oh, well, I'm actually going on this trip because I'm going to visit my parents in Hawaii where they live. And okay. I must have shown some kind of like, oh, Hawaii, because, you know, that's a fun place for your parents to live. Not for this woman. Not for this woman. Oh. She goes, oh, it's not fun for me. I have a panic disorder and I'm on the spectrum. So and my parents are kind of mean to me. So um, it's not a fun. And so I'm like, so this these are three things I didn't really need to know about you. Yeah. It's, we didn't need to get that deep. Yeah, no. And so she's, yeah. And um, she would eventually reveal to me that she it was, in fact, 50 years old. And that the way that her parents actually got her to agree to come out to Hawaii is if she is if they all stayed at the Disney Resort on it's either Maui or Oahu. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, she's 50? Yes. Oh, so her years 80 old. year old parents are going to go stay at the Disney <laughs> have to, Resort for have their daughter? Have to leave their island and go to another island, island to go to the Disney Resort. So that their daughter will see them. Yes, literally. Jesus, God. <laughs> their 50 year old daughter who like, you know, usually when you're, pa- I, I, it's my understanding that as your parents get older, you like to spend more time with them because you realize, oh, we don't have that much time left. Yeah, together. time is fleeting. Yes. Yeah. Um, but this woman, no. She's, no. She couldn't care less, actually. So, um, anyway, she is, and I forget how we get. So, um, she explains to me a couple more things, and one of her dogs' name was Stitch, and so oh, I was sweet. like, and actually, Lilo and Stitch is one of the few Disney movies I have seen. Okay, good. And um, it's actually one of the ones I like actually really enjoy. I think because I remember coming home from kindergarten because we had half days, and the Lilo and Stitch TV show would always be on. Mm. Um, so I have like a connection to Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch and Aladdin are like the only two Disney movies I actually remember like watching. Um, 
And so I, I like recognized like Stitch was one of the names. And then her other dog was named Maximilian, which okay. is a reference. She tells me is a reference to Tangled. And I was like, oh, I've never seen Tangled. This woman does a full gasp. <gasps> like... <laughs> literally that and nearly like, passes out like literally i begin to pass out and my head to the floor because i have not seen the movie tangled which came out 10 9 or 10 yes. 12 years ago tangled um yeah which came out in 2010 okay so i was 10 when it came out so like i wasn't too out of the demographic but still i just haven't seen it but she was like dead ass like she was dead ass like legitimately upset that i haven't seen this movie um oh my god girl and i was like okay and she's like and then and the guys this is where the kicker starts to get in like if you thought this story if you thought this story was a little crazy before oh it's no about to take another turn Blink. So, um she's like oh yeah and they're making a live action of tangled um and i and she was like i just wish they would stop with all that and I was like, oh, I get that. You know, like I didn't oh, say this no. out loud to her, but in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's no new ideas and like all this stuff. Like, let's write some new stories instead of just recycling all the old ones. Oh, no, 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 no. But then no, she no, goes, no, 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 no. Yeah, I don't really know why we need a black Ariel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Um, I, I hate that. I hate when that happens oh, when you agree oh, wait, with a stranger. Oh, wait. But wait, oh, there's wait. more. But wait, there's more. How could, how could? She goes, she goes, they can have a black Ariel when Disney gives us a white Tiana. Do you think that's going to happen anytime soon? What the fuck kind of take is that? As if, as if there is some type of dearth <laughs> of lily white princesses yeah. within the Disney canon not even taking into account the larger canon of just princess tales. Yeah. I'm going to venture to say mm, 85 to 90%, if not into 95% or even higher yeah. are white princesses. Yeah. Like girl, she's acting like, Oh my God. And like, girl. Yeah. So, uh, so then I'm like, okay, I need to get the fuck out of this house. Like, <laughs> that was- Man, for that some was reason, last for some, and this is guys. This is also another w- place where my mind is working weirdly. Like the dog running out didn't freak me out as much as like the weird racist, like yeah, thing feelings about Disney that. movies. Yeah, um, and so anyway, but it doesn't even stop there because then she was talking about like apparently she spends every Christmas at Disney. And she was like, yeah, Disney also has like Black Santa now when you go at Christmas. And she's like, and she's fucking pissed. She goes, goes, yeah, they like alternate with white Santa, but we all know who the real one is. What the The real one when talking about fucking Santa Claus. As a 50 year old woman. Wait, do you think she believes still? Girl, I don't know. I don't know. I was in the She's fucking on the spectrum. She has ADHD. <laughs> what if her parents send her Santa gifts still? Oh my god, that would be. <laughs> I wouldn't not uh, believe it based off the hour I spent with this woman. I would not not believe that that was the the, the wow. truth, the gospel truth, actually. So these um, are the type of freaks that live in Delaware. 
She doesn't even live in Delaware now. She lives in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania. Oh my God, you drove all that way. A whole 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked. Um, <laughs> closer than the winery to where I live. Closer than my other oh. job to where I live too. Anyway. Um, oh, and so, uh, yeah. And then at the end, she told me that she did the calculations and that she spent um, 47% of her income on Disney. You're supposed to spend like 20 to 30% of your income on rent. On housing, yeah. And she spent <laughs> half her income on Disney? Yeah. Oh my God. And she just goes alone, I'm sure. No, she has a friend, apparently. She says she had like a best, she talked about a best friend. Um, okay. Yeah, because it didn't seem like anybody else lived in the house with her other than the dogs. Gotcha. Um, but oh my Jesus Christ. Yeah. So. That was my Friday. That wow. was what happened with the dog sitting. And so, and and guys, I don't know if it's fucked up of me. Like, I, I am fucked up. And I think it's because I'm in, like, this hustle mindset right now. But I was still, like, contemplating. I was like, well, do I take this job? Like, <laughs> it's a lot of money. I, I mean, yeah. A lot of money on the table. Did you? No, because then I did the oh. I did the calculations and it was only going to be like $60 a day for two dogs. Mm. Like after I did like the after I took like Rover's cut and stuff. Gotcha. 20%. Fuck you guys. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, she also asked me about like insurance, like <laughs> because I, I assume it was because her dog. And I was like, I'm not. No, I don't. And I, she was like, oh, there's like insurance through Rover and stuff. And I was like what no what is going on yeah no i'm not i'm not getting insured i believe insurance is a scam as it is Mm -hmm. getting insurance for your fucking dogs what that is weird you're gonna sue me if your poorly trained dog runs out of the house away under my care no (laughs) no i'm not opening myself Uh -uh. up to that like yeah anyway so uh, one thing about it though that was interesting is that her one dog really liked me and she was like oh that one is like she stopped our conversation multiple times to be like, this is not normal. Like he usually doesn't warm up to people like this. Oh, um, and so I did like Mr. Stitch, but my, my mom was like, no, she was just trying to lure you in. I was like, <laughs> could be, I was like, could be, I would believe anything about this woman. After Right. You could Anything's tell me literally possible. anything about her. <laughs> um, she used to work in NASA. <laughs> literally. Um, but so that was wow, what I was crazy. doing on Becca's birthday. Oh my god! I don't know what kind of magic was in the air, but I got a weird form of it. Yeah, June twenty third, something crazy is gonna happen. Yeah, doesn't always have to be good. Irregardless <laughs> of the fact, something crazy is gonna happen. Yeah, irregardlessly. Um, <laughs> and so, guys, I'm just I'll I'll I have another story to tell about dogs hitting later in the broadcast, but oh my god, these dogs. I'm, I'm, crazy. I'm, so, I'm so fucking over it. I'm so fucking over it. Because I don't like other people's dogs. That's the that's the realization I've come to this summer. I don't give a fuck about your dogs. Oh, like, dang. I like dogs and stuff. I like my dogs. Sure. Buddy, Buddy is the most perfect dog ever. I love him like more than most things in my life. Mm-hmm. Buster's also great. Um, sure. And... <laughs> chunk next time i see him i'm sure we'll kiki and have a good time 
Yeah. Those are like the three dogs I care about right now. And like, mm-hmm. if your <laughs> dog's being a fucking asshole, if your vibe. dog's being a fucking asshole, like if your dog's gonna be nice and well behaved, great. Sure. If your dog's gonna be a fucking asshole, I don't care. If your dog's gonna yeah. eat the poop of its brother and like its own poop, if I don't pick it up directly <laughs> after it's like fresh from the tap, I don't care. Like, Ew. I care. yeah. I have to stop caring. Like, <laughs> we must. Literally. And I I just don't like I feel like when people are like I feel like when people say, Oh, no one thinks your kids that cute. It's like, no, no one thinks your dog's that cute. Like uh that could definitely be said about Teddy and all Yeah, no, I'm looking to get I'm looking to get out of the industry so quick. Um Okay. Okay. Expeditiously I'm looking to get out of the industry. With that being said, I do have another dog spinning job going on literally right now. Okay. Um, I started hey, today. So you gotta for now you gotta hustle and then I had some prior commitments, but girl, I'm tying my tubes. I'm not accepting any more clients. I'm accepting one more client, and that's if I don't get banned off Rover. Um right. for something I did do for sending nudes later. Okay. <laughs> sending nudes by <laughs> Rover. That'd be crazy. Someone's done it. I know. Aren't you always has. doing that? Because dogs don't wear clothes. Ooh, hey, very creative thought. Bitch, I'm back on my coma, exactly. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so, yeah, that was me. Um, Yeah, Um, but Becca, I will now ask you, since I took up a long time, and you seemed to have had a very eventful birthday weekend. Oh, my God. (laughs) Guys, (laughs) me and Macy, like, at least 30 times every day looked at each other and we were like are you kidding <laughs> like this can't be real um honestly so much happened mm-hmm. that i can't even i just have to pull out some like nice highlights for you the cliff just notes. know yeah yeah the cliff absolutely um but i went to wisconsin to mm-hmm. visit macy for my birthday mm-hmm. um and me and Macy, like, something does happen. We are definitely spiritually aligned people as well. Like, mm-hmm. kind of like the connection I have with Quinn. Yeah. Um, but it's also crazy because, like, we live together. So we have the bond. It's it's like a sister type thing, I guess, too. Mm-hmm. But we also are so similar. So it's, like, it's just a crazy thing. Like, crazy things always happen with us. Um, I will start with, there was a cute guy on my flight right so mm-hmm. exciting i almost took a photo of him and submitted it to hot guys reading because i was like this would be a great as soon as i thought that in my brain though i should take a photo of him he, i did see him stick his full hand down his pants to like readjust <laughs> and i was like uh boys <laughs> that <laughs> they got there's a kid in my there's a kid in my high school who would like always be like readjusting his di- i was like girl what is going on down there <laughs> like and why yeah. do you feel comfortable touching it in front of literally everyone else like, every single person everyone can see you do that people yeah and ev- like, anyway it's not like we, like we all know what's down like why are you yeah like, just yeah touching it's not mysterious junk in public girl yeah it is a crazy thing to do what's but nevertheless he was cute um mm. and then he sat like two seats away from me i was like oh my god if we both would have sat one seat the other way we would be next to each other which is crazy <laughs> <laughs> you can say that about anything <laughs> if, if, if things were different they would be different <laughs> it's not crazy <laughs> it's not crazy like if so many things were different it would be different um but anywho but one, he was still close one to me thing had, if two <laughs> things had if three things have been different <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> my mind, the way it works. Anyway, love her mind. <laughs> love her mind. And then, um, basically, that it was my birthday. Um, <laughs> I arrived in Wisconsin. I went to work with Macy at her big tech company that looks actually a lot like the Barbie Dream House. Um, and like thirty of them because there's like a big campus of buildings that are crazy. I want to go but out to Wisconsin and investigate this so bad. Like, I need to you see would, it, I feel you like. You would be so thrilled by it. We went down the slides again. Makuchi <laughs> was out. Um, Macy <laughs> spilled water cool at the bottom out. of the slide, and I went into the slide water. Anywho. And then um, I was like, Macy, after work, we have to go get my Starbucks reward. So I let, she was like, yeah. So I took us to a random Starbucks, like, you know, clicked one on the map. Turns out it was actually in a Target. Oopsie. But we were like, oh, we need alcohol anyway. We should go into the Target. <laughs> I want to go to a Starbucks in a Target with her so bad. <laughs> so bad. Can you not use rewards at the one in Target? No, you right? can. Oh, so you can? we did it. Yeah. Her. So we we're pulling into the parking lot. And who is fucking walking into the Target but the guy from the plane? Blank stare. Are you kidding? I, I told I was like I screamed I was like Macy that's him it's the guy mm-hmm. from the plane and mm-hmm. she started dry heaving obviously <sighs> we started screaming and yelling what's going on what's going on why us why us and <laughs> we he's were just so like... scared well <laughs> this was all in the car and Macy was like wait should we actually go in I was like yeah and then we did and I got my Starbucks and then we saw him like a few more times in there and he like clearly recognized me and I was like wow that's just so crazy like Oh my god. I didn't end up saying anything to him because I was he was actually standing up. He was shorter than sitting down, believe it or not. Mm. Well, wait. <laughs> he looked shorter. Yeah, a little me. booster. Okay. Yeah. Work. So we were probably the same height. And to me, I was like, I don't know if I'm like ready for all that. On my birthday weekend now, yeah. Yeah, no. I have to go for something taller on my birthday. Yeah. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then obviously we went out on my birthday night and it was absolute insanity. And um, guys, I, I I did things I've never done before and I but I will do them again. I hope to, I hope to. If I'm given <laughs> the opportunity, I would a thousand percent do them again. <laughs> I would definitely do it again. Um, let's just say I'm shocked that we weren't kicked out of the place we were at and that I chose to leave instead. Of your own but also. I get everything I've ever wanted, and I've always said this. I'm a master manifester, and I will never be... The Lord will never turn me away. I'm a child of him. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter if you love him or capital H-I-M. Yeah. (laughs) The Lord's gonna... Yeah. Um, And then, obviously, we went to bed that night. I snuck into Macy's bed, like always. Mm -hmm. and um, Snuck. (laughs) <laughs> for she, her. Was, she was passed out drunk I had, we had to put her to bed first anyway um and then so her being put to bed meant that the cat was in the room cleo miss cleo i love, cleo. I love miss cleo so much <laughs> she um, seems like a fun girl no she's just she's like kind a of dog, an auxiliary soft mem- cat she's one of yeah. our auxiliary members of the book club i think so too yeah but she's always running around Right. She's always running. Yeah. She's like always a muck. She wants to be held and petted and you know, she wants to have fun at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Um, and she doesn't care about things. She's so chill. Like you could literally fling her around. She'd be like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Let's do it again. Yeah, that was fun. Um, that being said, overnight she did. <laughs> okay. We woke up. I woke up to Macy chuckling in my ear because <laughs> she woke up just thinking about the night before. 
and then a man in the living room sneezed really loud <laughs> okay and then, and then macy was like what is this in the bed and i was like oh that's part of um this I, okay one of macy's friends in wisconsin has diabetes too <gasps> nice nice as well i should say Sisters. and I, <laughs> I was like oh it's part of um her like insulin tube because she had to change it last night i remember and then she was like are you sure why is it in the bed i was like i don't know and then i looked <laughs> and cleo had fully eaten apart my insulin tube <laughs> overnight <laughs> love her she she wanted to have fun guys Leah said, y'all don't need that <laughs> y'all don't need that right Leah said becca you're 23 now you don't need insulin anymore grow up it's crazy it's your golden year <laughs> yeah um so I had to change that in the morning then. And then, then you got another um, one. Did you have to like get one or? No, I had extra. All I right. brought extra. I always bring extra. Yeah, Great. of course, because things like that happen. You never know. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I did that really quick. And then um, her work had like a picnic thing we went to. That was fun. And then me and Macy made t-shirts like all the girlies do. Mm -hmm. Macy said, I can make him worse. And mine said, on the front i like boys and on the back and girls and as soon as we left the house in the t-shirts we got complimented by a bunch yeah. of people in the street and we were like well thank you so much we were they know. like screen printed or were they just like marker no like we ironed on letters oh uh, okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. we're craftsmen mm -hmm. so that was great fun um and then that night we oh my god guys Sometimes when it storms, you have to have fun in your own house and you have to invite all your friends over. And then when the storm is over, you have to go skinny dipping in a lake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. Yeah, you do. So we did the, just that. Guys, I, I threw my clothes off. As soon as I jump in the lake, boom, Fitbit gone forever. <laughs> and you may be thinking, you may be thinking, what's that on your wrist? Well, it's the new one that just arrived via Amazon damn you had to get another one so expeditiously <laughs> i can't help that amazon has fast shipping <laughs> you love that girl my fitbit yeah well yeah but it's been four days her juxtapose yeah. that to when my apple watch broke and i was like thank god this is a new chapter for me <laughs> <laughs> no i like my fitbit i don't get any notifications on my fitbit it's literally just yeah. my steps and stuff because i'm always so curious and mostly I always want to know how long I slept last night because mm. I'm like trying to get better at that sleeping. Yeah. I'm like ignorance is bliss on that one. Mm. Yeah. No, I got, I gorts to know. I gorts to know. And sometimes I wonder how much like tracking sleep, like just makes you believe things about your sleep. That, like is maybe true? true or may or not be true. Right. Cause we truly never know. That's the thing. Like every Fitbit, um, like measurer, has like an asterisk that's like this could be wrong <laughs> this could be really really wrong. hey you're just having fun here <laughs> yeah this isn't serious you know yeah, um, yeah just you know we're ballparking it just hanging about anyways beck and i have been talking for a long time already so i know anything I... else we need to throw in the ring or good for now good for now um so we're gonna throw it to a little break we'll be right back to discuss this week's topics or no yeah this week's topic this yeah week's topic topic guys i'm scared oh sorry 
didn't see you there. I was just reading. That was Ken. He's <laughs> in the cage. <laughs> what? Anyway. Anyway. Um. Uh. Yeah. So we're back. Um. And this week, Beck and I want to talk about the joy of reading. Um, just I love it. Literally, I finished a book for the first time in like two months this week, and I was like, "What if we did an episode on reading? <laughs> on that feeling? On that on euphoria? That, it's more than a feeling? Um, more feeling? But anyway, so yeah, um, we're gonna talk about reading a little bit for this week, mm-hmm. and so, um, Becca." <laughs> I know you to be someone who knows how to read against all yeah, odds. It's true. Do you? I don't know why this like came into my head. Um, but like, do you remember when you learned how to read? Like, <laughs> such a weird question. When did you learn to read? Um, I mean, like kindergarten. I yeah. think I like. I don't know. I feel like I remember learning the letters and such, and then I feel like in first grade, like I could just do it. Yeah, I have I have a similar memory like um, because I feel like people are like, oh, I because re- like I'm, you know, I was a relatively like I was a good student. I'm mm-hmm. like a good reader, all that stuff. But like um, I really liked reading as a kid and I and really much enjoy reading as an adult. And um, I write a lot. And so I feel like people would be like, oh, I bet you read books at like three or whatever. But like, no, girl. No, normal. I literally have no memory of reading before I got to kindergarten. Yeah. I'm sure I just looked at picture books. Yeah. But then, like, I don't know. I remember having, like, little, like, definitely in second grade, I remember reading in my bed with my nightlight, mm-hmm. like, little stories and stuff. Yeah, no. Like, the I'm... mystery stories. Yeah, I I definitely remember reading in kindergarten because that's when we got the reading fingers, those little cunty mm. fingers with the nails on them. Oh, lovely. One of the things that made me realize I was gay, like those little fingers, because I love <laughs> that awakened them so much. <laughs> that no, that created a little bit of a monster in me because I was like pointing to the words and I was like, I am cunts. I am cunts <laughs> right now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Is 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 the word cunt in this young reader's <laughs> book? Because that's how I'm feeling. Please. <laughs> um, please. Um but yeah so i just remember like loving that and maybe that's why i really love reading now because i feel like i'm like connecting to that witch's little like thing like i did love those things my little pointer finger or do you ever have those ones that were like the long little rod and then at the end it had like it looked like a Mickey mini Mouse hand. hand almost yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. those are fun as well those were always good time as well mm-hmm. um i did go through a phase where like i always had a book with me as a kid i feel like Mm-hmm. Um, because Beck and I were not the iPad generation. No, we weren't. We were not, not yet. Like, we were not like these kids. I was on those damn phones. I was on those damn tablets. I was watching that damn Cocoa Melon. We were reading books. We were reading books. Yep, yep, yep. And so I we always were. had a little book with me. And like when I, when I went to school, my mom <laughs> jokes that like I would carry around the whole library with me because like I had my little messenger bag and I would bring so many books to school. That's so cute. And I still have that issue when I'm like going on a trip. I'm like, oh, I'm bringing 30 books. Five and books, finish yeah. Them, and I read hmm, five pages. None. Yeah. None of them, actually. But what, <laughs> what if this was book. the one? Yeah. Haven't finished a book in two months. Meanwhile, in that time, I have acquired at least 
10 to 15 books. <laughs> it's so easy and fun to buy books, guys. No, literally. And when you find a good deal on a book, like I bought, I went to a used books sale at the library the other day. I got six books for five or I got five books for six dollars. What a steal. Come on. A steal. And then <laughs> it's like three pages. Like, there's another, there's a little shop in my town that has like one dollar books out. And I'm like, oh, let me, let me holy get that. shit. <laughs> um, but guys, yeah, it's so easy. And then even sometimes I'm like, let me buy these books MSRP. It just gives me that rush. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, and so, but yeah, so that was my, I was kind of, I was interested to learn because I was like, mm-hmm. do people learn how to read earlier than kindergarten? No, for but, sure not. Yeah. So do you remember like the kinds of books you like to read when you were a kid? Oh yeah. Well, I did. I had these like girl mystery books. Mm-hmm. Um, I read like some, I forget what they were exactly called, but like the babysitter books or something like that. The babysitter club? No, it was something different because I also read that later, mm. Um, but it was something more childlike. And then famously, I read all of Twilight in third grade <laughs> and got in trouble. Crazy. School. <laughs> no, it, it it was certainly a jump. Like, I don't know how I comprehended it, but I did. <laughs> you like read them as an adult? No. Oh my god, you should do that. I bet that would be crazy for you. That would be crazy, but I still need to read Midnight Sun, which is like Edward's perspective of Twilight. Oh. So I have that to work on. <laughs> I have that for my project. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, wow. I cannot believe yeah. you read Twilight in the third grade. It is crazy. Those are bit long-ass books, mostly. Yeah, they're thick. Yeah, for sure. Lots of small, <laughs> small words. You were reading about <laughs> Renesmee and... <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I learned so many things. That's crazy. Well, that's why I got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> they're like, girl, you gotta stop with this. <laughs> you gotta really calm down. Yeah. Yeah. I was um yeah, I didn't read anything that edgy. What were you into? I was into like I was into like the I was into like the kind of mainstream stuff. Like I read Harry Potter. I had a mm. I had my Harry Potter phase and now I'm like it used to not be such a thing, Harry Potter, and now it's just like a thing you can't even enjoy without being like, you're either cringy or like, it's like one cringy to enjoy Harry Potter, and like two, it's like ethically kind of like weird, yeah, because the author is such a piece of shit. Um, yeah, yeah, she like creates this whole world, but then it's like, um, if you are born a certain way, you can't be this other thing. Like, girl, shut the fuck up. Anyway, yeah, um, so for that. yeah, so it's like. I don't know. It's kind of a complicated relationship I have with that, but I also read Percy Jackson. I have this fantasy. I'm going to reread them all this summer, but it's oh, almost July. I loved those but... books. Because there's a new Percy Jackson book coming out in the fall, which I believe I've talked about on this program before. Um, I'm excited about that. And let's talk about, let's talk about the show. icons. Let's talk about icons who aren't like transphobic pieces of trash and are like actually, actually write books to like reflect kids and stuff. Rick Riordan, that man's holding yeah. it down. He did it. He's writing like cool things for like queer children to like find themselves in and like we love his it. his works have actually progressed with the times and he's not writing like transphobics like tweets. <laughs> yeah, not not even tweets, like full on books under like pseudonyms right. that we all know like anyway. Yeah. But so let's appreciate that king. Mm-hmm. Um and then also Thanks, yeah, we grew up in Honestly, one of the best times to be a child when Hunger Games books were 
I was going crazy. I was going stupid at the, before the PSSAs. Literally. Um, <laughs> just itching to finish the, those no. damn tests. Oh, so no. And you were, like, trying. Games. No, and it was such a thing because everybody started reading them, and you were trying to be the first one to, like. Finish, though? Yeah, you were trying. You were like, oh, I need to figure this out before anyone else. I need no yeah. secrets. Yeah. Literally. They are um, great books. No, and I reread um Hunger Games a couple years ago, and it was, like, they're honestly good books. Like, I reread the first two. Mockingjay, I didn't quite get to, but um, mm, okay. I read Hunger Games and I read Catching Fire. Girl. <laughs> she had, yeah. She had so much to say. <laughs> like, her pen was fire. Like, <laughs> Why do you write like you're running, running out of time? time. Uh, she was. Suzanne Collins. <laughs> Suzanne, Collins was, Suzanne Collins was cooking. She was cooking. <laughs> She was like, damn. Um, she, she said, I got shit to say, actually. Um, and we're so glad she did because mm-hmm. ugh, her mind, so expansive. Exactly. Cavernous. If we're going to talk about cathedral mind, people who judge don't know shit about that when there's Suzanne Collins existing. Um, and so ugh, it was also, I read them like when Trump was still president and I was like, this is crazy, actually. Like all this stuff. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, in the least way of like a CNN liberal, I can sound like saying that I'm like, this is a little like kind of crazy. Genuinely, um, yeah. But yeah, um, <laughs> I do want to read that new book that came out. Oh, and yeah. The movie's coming out too. The movie. I um, I should do that. I should reread it all before the movie comes out. I don't think I'll have time. I'm actually gonna drop that idea. I never had yeah, that no. idea. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, no. I um, have you ever reread something though, like that you read in childhood? That's a good question. Uh oh, I recently reread The Westing Game just because okay. I was like, oh, that was like my favorite one of my favorite books when I was younger. I'm unfamiliar. It's like it's one of the greatest mystery books of all time. There is a movie of it, but it's like a B movie, like a TV movie, mm-hmm. and I heard that there might be an HBO show. Oh, that's the actual Yes. That's the pinnacle form of how you can make something, actually. An <laughs> oh, HBO it's going to be great. <laughs> an HBO limited series is the pinnacle of how you can make something. It's H- be it goes fabulous. HBO limited series, HBO regular series, mm-hmm. um, and then all the others. I don't know. Yeah, all the others are combined. <laughs> um, No, exactly. Like, it's good. We should try and secure some jobs on that because it's going to be crazy. Uh, it's like a, um, a mystery where this like um guy who died is giving away all his money and then these people like play this game that the will the will like has this game in it that they have to like play whoever wins gets the money oh okay yes it's but it's so entertaining that sounds cool yeah i recently reread that and i was just as excited and happy as when i was a kid i want to read i always want to read mystery novels because like do you remember like I feel like in school, the way it was structured is, like, we would do, like, different, like, like, we would explore different genres. Mm-hmm. Did you, do you feel like that happened in, like, your education? Like, it would be, like, oh, this year we do, like, mysteries or, like, um. Mm-hmm. That didn't really happen in my school until, like, m- like, college where I was choosing my literature classes. Oh, really? And it was, like, oh, we read gay books. We read scary books. <laughs> gay books scary books all the books. um <laughs> but um yeah so i feel like we did that and i remember like i forget what grade it was maybe like third or fourth grade we did like mystery and so we were reading like encyclopedia brown and like 
Mm. I was trying to read Sherlock Holmes, but those were too advanced. And I was like, oh, I don't get it. Exhausting. Yeah. Um, But yeah i do want to get into more mysteries but like mysteries for adults and i feel like because of like true crime maybe they're all like crime and i'm like i don't need to be reading all that i want to read like a fun mystery yeah me too like what's that one guy who has it's james 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 patterson Mm -hmm. he has uh, thousands of books i know and they seem like crimes with like bill clinton yeah, like I've tried to read. Here. I've tried to read some of his books. He had like a series called like Witch and Wizard. Okay, I haven't read any but of them. I like. And what other book of his did I try to read? I've like tried to read a couple of his books. Mm. But he do write a crazy amount of books. I'm like, how do you churn this much out? Yeah, it's a lot, sir. Him and Miss Colleen. He was yeah. Colleen Hoover. He was like the Colleen Hoover of like 2000. 10 to 2015 you're so right about that actually <laughs> you are so right because now moms by the pool read him and not or read her and not him yeah uh-huh things have changed but um yeah so rereading i do want to get more into like rereading i have reread a couple things i reread something last year um i reread a what separate piece by john knowles okay which read i read that. in um my freshman year of high school mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a world war Two. it takes place during like at a boarding school for boys in like world war Two, okay. and it's about this relationship between these two boys and it's like kind of gay sweet <laughs> it's like very it's very like queer coded but mm. like also not it's it's interesting and it was funny because like everybody reads the book and is like oh my god are they gay and like my it was funny because like my english teacher was like no they're not and like he like shut down that whole conversation before we even had it no they're not (laughs) and um it's funny because i think the author also like came out and was like oh they're not gay and i was like girl well they seem pretty fucking gay i love when that happens in books and like that happened so many times in college are they gay what if well, what if they're gay? Whoa, that <laughs> wouldn't happen. It's like, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Let, uh, let's not speculate. But, um, but let's yeah. And then obviously I had Perks Being a Wallflower. I really love that book. Yeah. I love that book. I reread that around the same time I reread The Hunger Games. Damn. Um, And she holds up. She holds up, let me tell you. I should reread that as well. But I don't um, want to be sad. Yeah, it is. it is a very sad book. Mm-hmm. Girl, Oof. turn. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. But that was the Perks Being Wallflower. Um, but yeah, we had so much time to... Um, oh, wait, you have an interesting question here. How did mandatory reading in school shape or affect your relationship with reading? Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Because I... I know... Go ahead. I... Oh, do you mean like for classes and stuff? Yeah. Okay, when we had independent reading time in elementary school, I was like, oh, per. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Love it. Oh, I famously love it. Believe I, it. Did you have like AARP or was that is that not like a AARP? Yeah. No, I, fr- I like, know what that is, I, but you do. It's for old people, Becca. No, no. <laughs> OK, something different. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what it stands for, like something reading program. Oh, okay. But it was where you would like 
in middle school, you would read a book in your own time and then you could go and you could take a quiz on the book and then you get points for each book you read. And oh, okay. um, at the and then all your points added up at the end of the year. And we had like a um, not even a raffle, like a bidding war, like straight up <laughs> a bidding war. And you could like if you had many points, this one kid read he was he always was carrying at least 12 books with him. Mm-hmm. and he would take like 10 quizzes a day like he did all the books that the system had and he won like an ipad and i oh read God. like he's a hustler one book a month and <laughs> i won like headphones and a t-shirt mm-hmm. 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 because most middle schoolers actually read zero books a year <laughs> they said so, fuck this <laughs> my 10 books was like insane yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh, not the hundred books. Yeah, but yeah um, independent reading time was good. But no, I meant like, yeah, for classes. Yeah, it definitely makes it feel like a little bit of like a chore. Mm-hmm. I would say in high school, I would say it's different because it's kind of different reading like a book versus reading like a um like an article or like something for class. Yeah. Because sometimes it can just get like, because I did a lot of reading of like articles in college, but I was never like I didn't read. I rarely read books. Gotcha. Um, Because I wasn't in like the book type place. And yeah. like usually they would just give you like a. Like a certain article to read and you would just like read an that. excerpt. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I would have been interested. So to, many books. I, I would have been actually interested to read like a proper like GSWS book like mm-hmm. in college like as a part of one of my classes like i think that would have been interesting like, if we read like gender trouble or something by judith right. butler i would have been shocked by all the languages she's using but um yeah <laughs> or like history of sexuality like Foucault, or like something like that because mm-hmm. like and maybe that's for a reason because like when you do try to read stuff like that you're like oh there's so much yeah yeah there's a lot going on mm-hmm. um but yeah that would have been interesting but i think um I think maybe yeah it kind it does kind of like because when you don't have control over it and it's just this thing you like have to do it's kind of like compulsory and mm-hmm. like especially if you feel overwhelmed by it I think you start to conflate or at least I started to conflate maybe the overwhelm I had with like the amount I had to read and actually conflating that with like overwhelm from reading yeah if that makes sense um, I do get what you mean so I think I think it probably did affect my relationship with books, but um, yeah, now I'm like now it's nice because I don't have to read as much stuff like mm-hmm. compulsory, and so I can actually like read for pleasure, right? And it's also it, it also starts this thing where it's like, oh, why would I read for pressure and like neglect when I could be using my time to like read the stuff I have to read for class? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. know it's so hard to like manage all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you say, how would you say yours? Well, like when I impacted you, I had to read Grapes of Wrath in 10th grade and I literally wanted to jump. (laughs) Like, girl, and that was not fun. I'm back in my coma. No, I'm actually (laughs) back in it. (laughs) I'm back in the coma. Um, Yeah. Like what? I don't know. I just think like so much of the I mean, obviously a lot of people know this that a lot of the books we read are like um just in curriculum because they were like written by like a white guy a long time ago. 
Yeah. And so we deem them somewhat as like important or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we could have read s- such, I just think like the book's chosen. And also, oh, did you read um Of Mice and Men or like? Yes, I oh, read Of Mice and Men. Did your teacher say the N word really loud? Do they say? I don't think they say it in Of Mice and Men. They don't. They say Huckleberry Finn is when my teacher said the N word, and that was uncomfortable. Oh, that was really uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah, no. Well, my teacher said it in something. Um, we read Huckleberry Finn, but we read that over the summer. Yeah, I think it might have been art. I think it might have been our summer reading too, but she was like so intent on saying it that like she brought it up yeah, in our she... classroom discussion. <laughs> Somehow. Somewhere. She said, I actually have to say it. I'm gonna <laughs> say the word. <laughs> I'm legally obligated. That teacher also made us annotate our books. I don't like doing that. I, I'm i like mixed on it. When I'm reading for pleasure, I never do yeah, that. Yeah, when I'm reading for pleasure... I've actually started keeping like a list of quotes in my phone. Like if I re- if I really like a quote and I'm like aware of it in the moment, I'll write it down. But like, that's nice. I don't know if I'm not reading something like if I'm if I'm like actually reading something to like try to retain the information like and like picking stuff out to maybe reference later in like my own writing. I find annotations helpful, mm-hmm. but just like reading a book, like why am I going to mark up a whole book? Yeah, it's not necessary. Yeah. My mother, she had every single book she owns is like highlighted. Oh, really? She's like, oh, yeah. Let me, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, she um, has to do it. It would be, I would kind of like to reread one of my books that I did annotate and like look See at what, what I found. Look at yeah. What I, annotated. Um, mm. I also think I'm like an over annotator because I don't, I think I'm probably a little too precious about like what actually matters. Mm-hmm. I think I'm getting better about it, but, um, yeah, but I had a question for you. Oh, yeah. I always think about, like, if I were an English teacher, like, mm-hmm. especially because I went to private school, like, there was no curriculum, girl. They wrote their own fucking curriculum. Oh, I mean, gotcha. maybe there was some, maybe because I went to, like, a prep, I kind of a prep school, kind of not. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not a good one. I didn't get into college on my first try anyway. Um, Oopsie. Oopsie. <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, sometimes things happen for a reason. And if I didn't, that's planned. That didn't happen, guys. That I wouldn't never. This podcast wouldn't exist. Exactly. Oh, I'm sure. Scary thought, honestly. Omg. I'm sad. No, no I'm, every like, day I I I do thank myself for going to pit. We also saved so much money. Much money. Because... Yeah. Look at <laughs> also, us. like COVID, like what, like you could have gone anywhere. <laughs> Literally. Oh my god. It was online. Anyway. Cool. Yeah. I was paying eighty thousand dollars to sit in my room. Oh, oh, I would have died. Yeah, Oof. that would have um, done it. That would have done it. Uh, yeah. So, wait, I was just gonna ask you, what was it? What was I about to ask you? I was out of my mind. Oh, 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 because I, if I was a teacher, I'd be teaching such cool books. I keep thinking about that because, yeah, you were gonna be an english teacher yes yeah guys <laughs> Woo, the official reveal episode yeah so i mean it's exciting yeah because like i don't know because like there is a place for the classics and i do want to read like more classics like i've been collecting certain books 
that I want to mm-hmm. read. Like, I bought like Frankenstein the other day. I bought like Picture of Dorian Gray. Um, right. I would totally, I do want to read Frankenstein. Cause like, I feel like there are some classics where people are like, oh, these are classics for a reason. And then there are some mm-hmm. where it's like, uh, like everybody well, loves Shelley... them. Some great Gatsby. Right. Right. Um, I did like the great Gatsby. No, I just think like some of them we can definitely, definitely just like summarize to the children. Yeah. Um, and then read like a cool ad- adaptation or something. But there's also just like, there's also just so many cool books that are like mo- like contemporary literature mm-hmm. and like, why not read that like exactly instead <laughs> like detransition baby i think about like i definitely wouldn't teach that in like you couldn't teach that in like before college but like i would love I haven't to read it like if i ever taught that if i was ever like a college professor i would totally teach that book let me put that on my goodreads it's so good i love it so much it's like it kind of it's the last like great book i read i would say Ooh, okay like truly great book i read and I read it like know. last year. Um, like I finished it in like November or something. There's so many things that I want to read. I know my want to read is so... I gotta get busy. I know I gotta I gotta start reading. Um, I really gotta get busy. But yeah, there's just so much. I feel like I feel like people are like very precious about the kinds of books that like we read and stuff. And it's like, girl, there's so much good stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Like let's let's do some new books. Yeah, for sure. Um, but. Oh, did you were you like did you always read books that were assigned in school or were you like there were some I definitely skipped really yeah which ones did um, you skip? I'm trying to think well the last like half of Grapes of Wrath okay I had to because so. my the teacher was so stupid for doing this he made like us do group projects on it but we mm-hmm. only did it on uh like three chapters each so mm-hmm. mine was the first three chapters girl he's lucky i lucky. stuck around for a couple yeah <laughs> i had no no like what would benefit me from reading the rest of the book yeah like, what's what's my motivation what's the point yeah you've lost me honestly <laughs> you failed Stop. you failed your job you're losing me um you're losing me um yeah and he did Mm-hmm. but yeah i i'm i was pretty good about it but sometimes you're shitting your pants oh i couldn't understand the scarlet letter oh really i bought that like, recently i was not too. ready for that i was not ready for that when i read it at the time <laughs> i was like girl i got lacrosse practice <laughs> what what is Hester Prynne and why yeah. should i care <laughs> you said wow this, movie's kind of, this book's kind of like easy a yeah weird huh um <laughs> but the only book I ever skipped in school was the Aeneid. Oh, pardon. Is that Latin? No. Well, it book? was probably written in Latin, but okay, originally. Okay. Um, yeah, I was reading an English translation, but gotcha, I read it gotcha. for. I was supposed to. It was one of my summer reading books for AP literature. Mm. Um, our summer reading books were Life of Pi. <laughs> you got to read Life of Pi. That's yeah. crazy. Life of Pi, um, the Aeneid, and something else. I wonder if I can look on my shelf. What would the? I don't know what our third summer reading book would have been for. I feel like we had three books. I forget. Um, but 
yeah can do it that was the only book I, yeah I, it was like timing and i like hate i like didn't love like when we would read epic poems like we read the mm. we read some excerpts from like the iliad freshman year mm. um i actually liked beowulf um right like i kind of enjoyed reading beowulf and then i hated the inferno i didn't read those we i read the inferno and ap lit too and i like that was one of the ones like i felt like out on because i was like i feel like people hype this up for no reason like <laughs> i'm kind of pissed off it's right so now. repetitive and it's so like weird and like things okay. defining a sin is like weird and like i don't know but like mm-hmm. i didn't i just didn't love it um yeah. even though i did make a reference to the inferno in my most recent newsletter um oh so any of you guys and I mean I after writing it I like made the joke in real life and the people in my winery got a good chuckle because one of the women I work with is a retired English teacher and she was so she got she was, it she was morphing <laughs> at that joke mm-hmm. I was like school. um um but yeah I read did you have any books that like you read in high school or college that you like loved uh most of them probably in college oh I did love um it was in okay i'll start with college because my brain can think of that i loved everything in my horror literature class um we read carrie and um we read a lot of short stories i loved Mm -hmm. and um i'm forgetting the name of that book but it's also a tv show the watchman no oh yeah that is a tv show but it's the other one that i always confuse with it There was another senior year English class in my high school that read Watchmen, and it was like always like, oh, that time really? of year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they get to read it. Um, Which is cool because that was a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Having appreciation for some other types of literature. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I read so much poetry because that's kind of where my undergrad was at. Your um, poems. Yeah, my poems. Um mm-hmm. Miss Miss Dickinson over here. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Crazy. Call me Becca Dickinson. <laughs> There's a great joke in there somewhere. We can figure out one day. And if you drag the Y, um, uh, I'm trying to think. I loved honestly one of the most fun things ever was reading The Crucible, just because like my class was crazy. And my ninth grade English class, like, mm-hmm. we just had so much fun reading that damn play. And, like, we got to reenact scene. I love reading out loud in class. Like, that's, like, my favorite oh, yeah. thing ever. And when people really no, get into it. No, it would always it, be fun when, like, you got to, like, in have a role. you got to peacock <laughs> a little bit when you got to, like, read a play mm-hmm. in class and, like, act it out a little bit. Like, that would always be, that, that was a big day for the theater kids. In 11th grade, we fully, we read the importance of being earnest like we read Uh the whole thing in class and we actually had roles and stuff but we were just reading in our seats Mm -hmm. and I was Algernon and I felt like I killed that yeah no you can be Algernon in one of them and I'm gonna be Lady Bramble Stoke what's her name yeah I forget her name I love that girl (laughs) love that girl love that woman (laughs) no and that was like I don't know if you did you like get the jokes I did actually, especially because yeah, it was being I, read out loud. Yeah, I remember getting the jokes like so, and people like people come in my English class and be like, "I don't get this book at all," and I'm like, "Guys, this book is so funny." 
<laughs> I'm like, this play is so here. funny. I'm larfing <laughs> over. I'm 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 itch bowling so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I felt like I felt like I was good. But then when we watched the movie, like I'll think a lot more people got it then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, oh, I'm cartoonal. Okay. Yeah. What about you, though? Any faves? What were my favorites? Um, We read my AP Lit class. We had some good ones. We read Catch 22 in that class. Um which is obviously where the phrase catch 22 comes from and it's like a war book and Mm -hmm. it's really it's like i'm so glad i read it in the context of a class because i it's one of the more confusing books you could read on your own okay i haven't read it like if you did like if you didn't read like if you didn't know anything about the book and you just read it you'd totally be like what the fuck is going on okay (laughs) but it was kind of nice like talking about it in a class context because it's like it's like they write different the, the the chapters are all in not the chapters are not in chronological order oh that's exhausting yeah so it's just kind of like ooh, and it's supposed to be a like thing for like the madness of war and all that kind of stuff and um it's funny it's farcical but it's also like oh like concerning okay um, but what other books did i read in school um we read Brave New World, 1984. Yes, loved those also. The dystopian ones. Um, what else did we read in Lit? We read The Tempest and King Lear. And then we also read... Those weren't like my favorites, but King Lear especially. My my um, my English teacher, I like, love King Lear. He's like, this is Shakespeare's best tragedy. I'm like, no, King Lear is just a dumbass. Like, I just... I can't relate to him at all. If anything, Stupido. no, if anything, like the Earl of like Gloucester, like with Edmund and Edward, like his sons, like that one was so like the shadow plot, the secondary plot in that one is like so much more interesting um, mm-hmm. to me than like the main plot. But, um, oh, Othello, we read Othello my junior year. I love Othello so much. I also liked um, that. We read that sophomore year. It's definitely my favorite Shakespeare, even though I'm no authority. Like he was like, he was like, oh, people always talk about Hamlet, but like King Lear. And I'm like, no, Hamlet's so much better than King Lear. I like Hamlet too. Yeah. And Othello's better than both. I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, Damned if I do. But um, I don't think I read like a single book. I read, um, I read, oh, what's that book called? It's on my shelf. It's why like um, Mary Jane Satrapi is the woman's name. But it's like a we read in my um transnational feminism class. Um uh, what's it called? I forget. But it's like a graphic novel. Um mm. something polis, like something. I don't know. Now it's gonna bother me. Gotta look it up real quick. I was talking also, um, I remembered uh it's called Lovecraft Country. Not oh yeah because they both have shows oh, that's a book yes oh persepolis was the one i was looking up um, Persepolis. but it's about like growing up in iran um mm. with like the you know backdrop of conflict and stuff um that was mm-hmm. that was a really cool book and it was like graphic novels because that was the other thing that like that was another thing i like look back on my high school thing and like just realizing how like homogenous the authors were we were reading just like all like 
exactly white guys basically exactly like we didn't need that the only honestly the only time i remember reading like a black author in um high school is we read a short story by alice walker Mm. um who wrote the color purple and it was literally for the express purpose for my teacher to fucking like trash it what the hell like because he was just like he just trashed the story like he just spent like a whole we just spent he just spent like a whole class period talking about how the story was bad um and like that was the like that's the only memory i have of like actually reading like a black author in high school Um, yeah mike we read raising the sun i think that's it mm, yeah so i was like "Mm." and then we had our english teacher saying the n-word of course but um, right right of course but um (laughs) so that's another thing like because like there are like there is like a big expansive literature and like yes there is like like i think it's just best if like things are coming from like a diverse perspective and like mm-hmm. not even that like oh every author you read has to be like poc or lgbt or anything like that but just for like no like for four years of english classes and like i took six english classes or five english classes when i was in high school like and mm-hmm. the fact that i encountered no black None. authors is like so crazy look concerning <laughs> or like and especially Can't like definitely didn't experience didn't like didn't read anything by like spanish people or or Mm -hmm. like uh latin people like anything like that or very few like asian authors like stuff like that it was it was very oh we did read just mercy like we did a one school one book for just mercy okay um so i lied but still um not enough not yeah but that was but now it's like now it's fun because like that's something i like to do in my like personal reading, I like to read like a big expanse of things and try to like mm-hmm. use my reading to like gain more knowledge and like different perspectives and stuff. And I've also been trying to like explore like different genres and stuff. So like not only trying to read fiction, but also like nonfiction. Mm-hmm. I've read some graphic novels recently. Um and you know, I was also trying to get into like away from like just literary fiction and trying to get more into genre like mystery or like something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I can find a cool science fiction book or something. Well, I'm trying to read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I've been trying to read that for so long. If it's good, I'll let you know. You I can burn really read that. Everyone loves it. Who reads it? Mm. It's like sci-fi mind bender. <laughs> Bionic pussy. Constantly. Uh... <laughs> Space adventure. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, what kind of books do you like to read now mostly? Would you say? Hmm. I do love um, just a classic rom-com fiction. Mm. I'll say it. Um, I do love mystery. And I do love... um, I read a lot of books on astrology Mm -hmm. and witchcraft and stuff. I think it's so interesting to read about. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty much down for anything, though. Mm -hmm. As long as it's interesting exactly exactly as long as it has a cool cover i'm good guys i'm judging that cover no you <laughs> no we need to like you do need to judge a book by its cover a little bit yeah if it has a nice cover it'll probably be a nice book yeah at least like don't judge a book by its cover but also like a little bit guys the cover looks good 
Fair enough. Literally. It could be yours. <laughs> um, but yeah. This is one of my harder hitting questions. <laughs> Paperback or hardcover? What do you prefer? Paperback all the way. Yeah. Hardcover books I've... take up so much space. They really do. But if a book is like really big, like it needs support, I feel like. No, because it just makes it bigger. But like I, I have I have this book. It's called And the Like Let the Record Show. It's like a it's a oral history of the um of like Act Up in New York. And mm. it's like six hundred pages or something. I bought like I bought it when it came out and like the it's so huge, this book. And I saw it in paperback recently and it was like so much smaller. And I was like, see, like that's Let's like this book that. is definitely two or three pounds. And like Oh my god. When I get around to reading it, I'll have to like lug it around. It's six hundred pages, so I'll like I'm I'm strapped in for a little while reading right. this book. Of course. Um, so like, like it's gonna be such a nuisance on me around. <laughs> um, it will be hard. And I believe in but you, like though. paperback books are so even though paperback books do get like a little fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah. And they're fragile, but it's just because mostly like I read in my bed a lot. Mm-hmm. And also paperbacks, like I smush them all the time, or like mm-hmm. they won't stay still, and I get frustrated and I get flustered, flustered, frustrated. But generally, paperback. You're right. Yeah. Do you have an e-reader at all? No, and I know I don't think I'll ever get one. I really? just love. Yeah, I just love having my my hard copies. I also love books, but the e-reader was so useful when I was traveling. Yeah. Because honestly neither paperback nor especially when you're trying to travel like efficiently and like save space mm-hmm. the e-reader really comes through and it is nice that you can have like books on demand and stuff yeah but yeah i do prefer having like an actual book in my hand sometimes i love it I love um book. but what else do i have to ask oh and now i'm back on my library kick which means i've rented exactly one book from the library Perfect. <laughs> I put a hold on another one, but it I waited too long because I wasn't really reading that much in the past Damn. like month and a half. So they gave her back. They said send her back in the library system. <laughs> we can't trust this person. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah. And so you also put ideal reading location. Yes. Like if you were like, okay, I'm gonna read for the day, where are you where are you gonna be? Oh, coffee shop. Great, mm-hmm. great place to read, like a little cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, or like um the beach. Yeah, amazing place to read a book. Mm-hmm. Um, where else? Those are probably my top two. But definitely yes. cafe vibes, like especially like reading at a cafe. Like, oh, public transportation. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah actually. Dude, if I'm in a cafe, though, and it's raining out and I'm reading, oh, my fucking God. And it's fall time. Oh, my fucking God. I'm a boy, the lightning, the thunder. Kind of girl, gonna make you wonder. Exactly. I also think an ideal one that none of people talk about is a hammock. Oh, yeah. Because your arms are, like, perfectly, you're just in the perfect position to just read. (laughs) <laughs> uh, loves <yes>. it 
<laughs> yes, yes. Yes. I agree. Yes. yes. Oh, the well, train? Yes. No, when you're reading on the train, that's also kind of I've never been on the train. Railing. Yeah. That would be lovely. I like reading on planes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The altitude makes the pages better. <laughs> Love set. Um, but yeah, and I'm so happy we're in a little book club now because I truly do love discussing literature. Yeah, I know. Uh, guys, Maisie has a book club. If you didn't know, and you're not mm-hmm. invited to it, I'm forch. Even though we should start inviting people. Yeah, it could we be like a nas- crew. Oh, nationwide thing. Yeah, <laughs> Maisie's book club. Maisie's <laughs> book club. <laughs> oh my god. Um, it's on Zoom, you can be anywhere. Oh my god, those girls that read like a lot of books. Macy's one of those girls that reads a lot of books. She does. She's read so many books. I'm like, how do you? Because the other thing about reading and She's like a speed reader, I did want to ask you about like, do you find, do you find it hard to like find time to read? I just feel like I'm like, I need. I can't just read for like 20 minutes or something. Like I need mm-hmm. to at least dedicate like an hour or two to it. So uh... then it is kind of hard to convince myself to do it. But once I do it, I'm in there, you know? Yeah. I've gotten better about that. I used to be like, oh, I had to end on like a chapter. But like now I'm like much better because I started doing like, when I do work, I usually do like Pomodoro stuff. So I'll do like 20 minutes and then have a five minute break. Mm-hmm. Um, And like, usually I read during the five minute break. Oh, nice. Um, so like, I'll just read a couple pages real quick. Mm-hmm. And it's like a good way to pass. And it's a good Some way to time. like, you know, not like completely rot like while you're on yeah. break and just go between like your phone and your computer Save and stuff. yourself right um but um yeah but also just like reading is like effortful like which is tough i know like brain power a yeah little bit. it does like it is hard like like you do have to be in like a certain space to like read a book yeah no sometimes i can't pay attention like at all and I'm yeah. just I I or read like, like five pages. I'm like, what did I? I didn't remember. Or it's any like of the that. end of the day. I know I'm not going to be up for much longer. And it's like, what am I going to do? Am I going to watch an episode of Below Deck, or am I going to read? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Whereas like Below, Below Deck, Deck can help me start to like wind my mind down. Whereas if I like I'm starting to read, I can like mm. I get wound up. Yeah. And I also feel like a bad book can also just like stop your momentum in its tracks, or like a book that's just like not right for you a little bit. It's so hard to finish those, but I feel like it's I it sucks quitting a book. Yes, yeah. Especially when you get like a certain amount when, into like yeah. a book and you're like, yeah. I, I feel like I'm like I can't abandon this because I'm also not a quitter by nature. Like I hate quitting things. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes I do need to get better at sensing when I but I also don't feel the need to break up with books often. The only time recently I've had to do it is when I was reading that damn like Neverland book that's like a twisted tale from Disney where it's oh. like what if this what if uh Peter Pan like went a different way. Oh, okay. It was so bad. I oh my god. I read two chapters and I had to stop. I I kind of did that with um Jeanette McCurdy's book. But I didn't stop reading it because I thought it was bad. I was like, this is intense. And I like don't I kind of just was like I kind of like stopped reading for two months after and I was like, oh, I'm just like afraid other books will be like that now. (laughs) Oh, God. And so I had to like force myself to like read another book. I do want to like actually finish it eventually because I think it would be interesting to read. I did just buy my copy of it. So yeah, I will um, be doing that. But yeah. And then I had another experience with that with our last book club book. 
And that's my fault because it was my pitch. I didn't yeah. realize it was going to be so terrible. I I was honestly <laughs> kind of angry when I finished the book. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. No, because like, so we read the book. Everyone knows her mother's a witch. Mm-hmm. And first, the first thing that made it so confusing is that she doesn't tell you who's talking. It switches perspectives. It's crazy. It kind of like, like gaslights you. The author's like, I'm going to challenge you. Yeah, because you don't know who's speaking. Who's talking, actually. And it's so it's like, whoa! You should have done that. You're, you're the yeah. one who wrote this. Yeah. And it's also the the author also decides, oh, I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna introduce a character for like just a chapter, and then do screw them. them again. The baker, yeah. the the candlestick maker, like all them, they're gonna mm-hmm. be in the book, but they're only gonna be there for one scene. Yeah. So or you have to and, guess who's or maybe important. like two scenes like 100 pages apart and then it's gonna be like remember me and it's like no yeah. of course not no i do not <laughs> no i do not actually and then the fact that like i thought the because it was it's about this woman who gets accused of being a witch and mm-hmm. i thought the whole thing was supposed to be like the whole joke was a it was supposed to be farcical being like oh everybody's accusing this woman of being a witch just because she like did all this like because she like pissed off this one person and now they're attributing all the bad stuff that's ever happened in this village to her um and that was supposed to be like the farce of it but and i thought it was just gonna like to do that successfully i feel like you have to not acknowledge it Mm -hmm. like just let it speak for itself but then she fully acknowledged at the end of the book when like the girl was on trial and it was like oh everybody's just doing this and i was like well you just you just gave the (laughs) You just gave the game away. We all knew that. Like, yeah. We all knew that. Like, <laughs> you and now it's it. like, oh, like, <laughs> right. And then it did start to make sense to me when I realized it was based off a true story. Oh, you didn't know that at first, or like historical? No, I didn't know that the whole book. Gotcha. Okay. And then I realized near the end, and I, I do think it's a case of the author did not give herself enough license to mm. go off the script. Go with of history. It. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, that's fair to say. Because it's also a thing where, as a writer who's like, I've written like I, I mostly did this with like plays and stuff. But like when you're writing a play, like even if you base it off something that happened in your real life, it's like just because something happened and it was interesting to you and it makes for a good story. Like when you're just telling mm-hmm. your friends, that doesn't necessarily make it dramatically or in this case narratively interesting. Right. Like, just because this happened to this woman in Germany in, like, the 1600s or whatever doesn't make it narratively interesting. And mm-hmm. I feel like the author didn't do, like, the necessary work to, like, actually make it narratively interesting. Make it interesting. Yeah. That is definitely a fair critique. And I agree. <sighs> yeah. Um. Yeah, the book was the book was weird. It was a bad book. It made me kind of mad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, I read this. <laughs> I'm kind of um, pissed. What was I about to? It was funny at certain parts. I did find like some of the jokes funny, but I was like also like so confused I could barely appreciate them. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, okay. Uh, no, I'm really, I hate this again. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're back. Now we're back to the Wait, bad part. I had another thing to say about the book, I forget. But it was, guys, this was a weird thing that happened this week. I finished the book like a month after book club happened because I missed book club, and um, but I didn't want to give up on the book. Mm-hmm. And then the day I finish it, what the a question on Jeopardy is related to the damn book. That is crazy. That's literally very the, bare boy from the airport showing up at Target. A couple, <laughs> literally, yes, like a couple hours after, I was literally like, it was, and it was a daily double too. It was the last question 
of double jeopardy and it was the daily double and it was about her fucking son did you get it like you knew it or i had to, it took me a second to like see, i finished the book that afternoon it still took me a second to recall <laughs> the guy's fucking name right because you didn't know what was happening in the book but i was like i Start was like i know that and i still got it wrong i called him like johan instead of johannes oh that's um, okay. but I, I recalled the last name gotcha which in jeopardy is i don't know if they would have given it to me if i had said johan kepler but like it's weird because like i feel like if i had said johan kepler i might have gotten it wrong but if i had just said kepler they would have been like oh yeah <laughs> you know it you got that they do do that yeah on jeopardy i'm not sure about the ruling sometimes it's better to be unspecific yeah. <laughs> hmm. but <laughs> yeah so now i need to move on and try to read more books get back in my yeah. reading grind but yeah. it's also hard because it's like when you like work and you're like you just want to sit on your phone and play or watch below deck literally you know our whole mm-hmm. like our existence you know yeah exactly. um but it's also hard because i like write so i like need to read <laughs> i need to yeah. start reading again so like so that is very good for writing and stuff mm-hmm. um i do read i read like articles and stuff so i'm not like completely not reading but right want to get back the into book sh- it so maybe this podcast and this discussion will yeah be a little impetus do it literally i think we can do it i think we can do it because i gotta finish my reading goal because i was ahead of schedule and now i'm like back on schedule i'm ahead of schedule i want to stay on schedule forever <laughs> and i want to yeah i want to achieve my reading goal and maybe even surpass it i think i can but I'm I'm in like the middle of these two books that I started before that bad book, and then I just like mm. left, and so now I gotta yeah. the one I'm not is the they're both nonfiction books, and I feel like I remember like so it's like not really like you have to remember like plot points or anything. Mm-hmm. But anyway, oh. we'll get it done. Yeah, but I think that's my piece on reading. Do you have anything yeah. else to add, Miss Becker? No, guys, read on, read on. beautiful yeah but we're gonna throw to one more little break we'll be right back to get into today's topic or no segments fuck oh guys i'm scared (laughs) that's like third time oh god oh god my friend quinn I'm, in, I'm doing my best jennifer lawrence impression when she got punched in the throat right. and no hard that was feelings good. <laughs> let's go <laughs> let's go no it's okay oh <laughs> uh, guys so funny uh, all right well guys time for our weekly segments you better believe uh-huh. it and first it's our comment corners and guys we have not one not two but oh wait no yeah it's two Oh, all right yeah that's the exact number <laughs> yeah, actually <laughs> um we've got two comment corners from our beauties um one of them quinn if you'll do the honor uh it's from a dear friend of ours. mpj community he was a main player in last week's episode actually oh yeah um, and little does he know <laughs> in my script for bugging out um mm-hmm. have you not told him about bugging out yet i will i will how he was killed by the bug <laughs> <laughs> and the cocoon and 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 what some are calling the climax of the film oh and no yeah. it's definitely rising action climax is definitely when you are like horse that fucking book yeah it's like the little yeah for yeah. sure um but uh so we of course had mr ryan cousin ryan 
um uh, we posted becca birthday and by i'm we i mean becca posted about her okay. own birthday with a graphic she had made herself <laughs> in true becca as fashion, i should do yeah as she should do and as she has license <laughs> to do um and as i support her 110 percent on thank you but we got cousin ryan we cousin ryan noticed <laughs> um and cousin <laughs> ryan first. says i sensed that it was cancer season when i woke up this morning dot 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 the vibes are immaculate Dude, he knows. Dude. What is Cousin Ryan's sign? I must ask. I, I want you to guess. Conversation anymore. I want you to guess so badly. Aries. So that's close because he's an Aries moon and rising. Mm-hmm. But his mm-hmm. son. I'm good at guessing risings. Yeah, I that's feel like good. I always get risings right. Yeah, good, good, good. Um, Ryan is actually a Pisces, <gasps> which is why he's a liar, a manipulator. <laughs> <laughs> but in like a really fun girly way <laughs> can i say when i was looking at his facebook um i did uh-huh. see the post that jewel made about christmas when you I guys were playing left right to. and center oh okay Jewel made a post about christmas <laughs> left right and center i'm getting into so i'm getting into becca's i'm getting into becca's family lore now <laughs> if you guys remember from our christmas episode when ryan ruined christmas yeah yeah um <laughs> I read like Jules' post was so like positive and upbeat and stuff, and then like juxtaposed that with like what you described as like him being an absolute <laughs> terrorist and like stealing all the money. It's true. He sucks sometimes, <laughs> especially during family games. Because <laughs> he just, I just love to win. I just love that juxtaposition so much. That is funny. Um, yeah yeah cousin ryan never change because what else yeah. we talk about on the pod exactly and got, ryan like, thank topics. you i can't wait till he moves to la and hopefully meets like some crazy people as well like i know we're gonna have we some go to stories visit him then. exactly MPJ live la with cousin LA. ryan yeah well we'll be on there for some business i'm, sh- I'm sure <laughs> um but yeah thanks ryan for the birthday wishes ryan mm-hmm. also loves cancer season because it's a water sign so yeah mm-hmm. um but our second comment is from famed Miss Gunk Cooper. We love you, Cooper. <laughs> um, this was on our TikTok where Quinn was like, I just know things. Yeah, I just find a way to know things. I find a way to know things. I just know things. <laughs> Cooper's comment reads, nobody. The kids from the Gifted and Talented program circa 2008. <laughs> he gagged me a bit with this one. <laughs> Literally. Were you in the gifted program as a kid? So here's what happened. It's like um, I was in the class with all the gifted kids, but I wasn't actually in the gifted class. So me and one other kid stayed behind. And um, we were not in the gifted That's class. That's crazy because we the same like, thing almost. happened to me. <laughs> like I took a test for it. And like, like I took the test to be in the gifted program, but they didn't take me for some reason. Yeah. No, it's like it was crazy because it was like, well, why weren't we just in a different class then if everyone else in here was good? Like they could have just the gifted teacher could have just Literally. come here. No, but <laughs> honestly, it's I dodged a bullet. We dodged a bullet. Yeah, no, it's it's better this way. Literally. Um, but <laughs> it's it's like not getting into an expensive, like nice private school. It's like we dodge bullets. <laughs> Sometimes you dodge bullets in life. Um, yeah, exactly. But Miss Gunk. Thank you, Miss Gunn. I love that we have somebody in our little arsenal, like our little whack pack that is oh, um, yeah. named Miss Gunk. 
<laughs> Gunk. Goes by Miss Gunk on the internet. I believe has like Teresa Caputo as their yes. avatar. Um, oh, you better believe it. Doing the heart. And so, Miss Gunk, we again ask you, I, I have a feeling you want some sort of anonymity, but like, if you could just give us a crumb of like what your background yeah, is, who you are. In. Oh my God, please. This is our second time talking about you, Miss Gunk. And maybe, but yeah. maybe you want to keep a little bit of mystery, which I can also respect. Yeah, I get it. I can't understand because I will literally tell you everything about myself if you just give me the chance. Um, yeah, without you even asking, actually. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I record this podcast. I write about myself every week. Like, I, my whole life me, is baby. an open book, really. <laughs> <laughs> All for you. Um, well, but yeah, those are our comment corner. We had a fun we, little time in the corner. Exactly. We appreciate um, them. You guys can, can be a cute little reading also be this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Wow. But yeah, guys, if you simply, if you simply comment on something like you, this could be you. It could so be so easy. easy. So do it. Well, with that being said, we are moving on mm-hmm. to our first jump scares of the week. This is our thorn. This is anything that is ow, not great, not fun, not mm-hmm. lovely. Mm-hmm. So, Quinn, what was that for you this week? Well, girl, I promised another horror story. Mm-hmm. So, I made a little bit of a mistake, or not a mistake, but I just assumed because usually. So I do board dog on Rover and, mm-hmm. you know, in my house sometimes when I'm just sitting for people I know, like I do bring dogs to my house and sure. my parents are generous and they help me because they also both love animals and they will like help me when they can. Um, they helped a lot when I had the puppies. Um, and obviously I was very grateful to them. Um, but I got a little double booked this weekend because I was working for this one person we know personally and then I was working for this one Rover job. And I realized that my mom has work. So she has a horse show out of state that she's going to be at for like the next like week and a half, two weeks. And my dad is going down to visit his mom uh, for the 4th of July because she lives down at like the Delaware beaches. And so like I'm going to be alone in the house this weekend, but Mm -hmm. I also work my job on the weekends. And so um, and they have a festival for the 4th of July, which is looming. And so mm-hmm. I had all of that, plus I have two dogs. And I'm like, well, nobody's going to be home to help these damn dogs. And so then the lady from Rover reaches out to me. And she's like, oh, um, getting ready. When can we drop off? And I was like, I gave her very specific times to drop off and was like, I work. And there will be nobody else to like, so if we could, if you could drop him off at this time. Mm-hmm. And I did give her a slightly bigger window because I didn't want to be like, oh, drop him off at 10. And then if she's late, it's like, I'm late for work. Right. Um, like I did give her a slightly bigger window to like allow for some time and stuff. And mm-hmm. then she starts like asking questions being like, oh, well, is he going to be in like his crate all day and like all this stuff? And I was like, yeah, unfortunately, he is going to be in his crate a lot of the time because um, usually I have people around to help me. But that's not the case this weekend. Unfortunately, I didn't know that. And I apologize. That's going to be mm-hmm. the case. I'm going I literally offer I was like, I'm going to reach out to my neighbor who usually helps us when we're out of town with our dogs. And I was like, oh, I'll reach out to my neighbor and like, I'll see if she can come and let him out during the day. And then she transgressed because she was like, I feel like you misled me when because like we did have a meeting 
like uh-huh. before this and I like met her dog and like they came and saw my house I opened my home to these people and um well this woman and she was like when she said I feel like you misled me oh baby oh <laughs> no because what we're not going to do is cast aspersions we're not Don't say that we're yeah. not going to call <laughs> my character into question you're not going to call my integrity into question we're sitting dogs it's not that fucking serious lady like right yeah whatever like and so and also, she also caught me on a bad day because I was also, like, pissed off about my other job. And mm. I was starting to feel, like, overwhelmed and being, like, overbooked. And also, um, my friends are coming into town this weekend from Pittsburgh. Like, and by into town, I mean in Philly, which is an hour away. And so, I like, mm. I want to see them. And so, I was, like, if I had two dogs to sit, that definitely would have been out of the cars. And so, I was, like, fuck, I'm going to miss my friends. And I don't, like, I, like, I had a hard day at work. And now this lady is gonna try to mouth off to me and suggest things about me that just aren't true mm-hmm. and so i got pissed really quickly i went from like oh, zero damn. to 100 real quick and i hit her back and said look i don't know what you want me to tell you i've i've been completely transparent with you i've now apologized to you several times and acknowledged that my circumstances have changed and i'm actually doing the opposite of misleading you by being this transparent with you like i'm mm-hmm saying because we also had that meeting a month and a half ago like oh yeah girl things change yeah like <laughs> I I don't even know if I, I I had either just started the winery or was just about to start the winery like when this all happened mm-hmm. when I met her and so like yeah my circumstances have changed and I didn't know I didn't ask my parents two months ago hey are you gonna be home this weekend like no and maybe that right. was my mistake but like you know and so then and I and I threw something in there being like, I was in no way trying to mislead you. And I honestly don't appreciate you saying that at all. Mm-hmm. And she is going on like an international trip. And like, I was trying, and I like understood that. And so that's why I'm trying to make these adjustments. But she's just like, now she's like painting me out to be like this villain and stuff. And she's like, mm-hmm. um, and she's like, oh, well, I guess, because I even, I also offered to her to drop him off a day early like drop the dog off a day early so i could like so she didn't have to stick to that window of like my work and stuff so i'm like trying to accommodate this woman right and i'm like apologizing and all this stuff and she's like and then she's like well i guess i don't have many options now and i guess i'll drop him off on friday night so he has time to be with you before he's in this crate for two days i hope your neighbor is able to come over and let him out like multiple times during the day and her tone was just like not it to me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, honestly, I don't even want you coming to my house. I don't like. I don't want to do this anymore. And so I just canceled on her. Work. <laughs> I was like, I was like, sorry. I was because honestly, I don't want to. First of all, like she she obviously thinks I'm. She already has a preconceived notion that I'm not going to do a good job taking care of her animal. And so, yeah. like, she shouldn't send it to my house then. Yeah. Like, I'll give you a Easy. kick in the ass to make a new arrangement for your dog. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Problem and then, fixed. So I was just like, you know what, at this point. And also, I just didn't want to deal with her. Fuck you. Fuck off, actually. If you're not going to. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to. If you're not going to know me and you're going to be like, oh, well, you're like this, this, and this. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. And so, um. Yeah, so I just canceled on her and I sent her a message. I gave her the grace of sending her a message. And then fucking Rover. 
I don't know what this means, but I like canceled and Rover was like, oh, your request has been received. Yeah, what could that possibly? I was like, what do you mean request? Yeah, no, girl, that dog's it's not, not being coming done. to my fucking house. Yeah, <laughs> trust. It, it, and I don't think there's any recourse that you have to like make it come here, right? <laughs> like, what's Rover gonna do? Tell me I have to take care of the dog? Yeah. No, nice worse that happens. Worse that happens, I get banned off that fucking app, which is better for me, honestly. And literally Listen. last night, oh. last night after all that went down, I took myself, I made myself inactive on like everything. Like I was like, I'm not accepting new clients. I have another job later this month. I'm gonna do that, and then I'm, I think I'm gonna be done with it because I just hate it. Jewel said that well, she only has the walks and drop-ins on. Like you can't oh, okay. request her for anything else. I think that's why she likes it because she just goes over for like the most she can do for a dog is like 30, 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's honestly and like it was before I changed my rates. So this lady was literally paying me. The dog was going to be in my house for 12 days. And I was only going to get $46 a day, which was like only like 38 bucks or something after Rover takes their cut, mm. which is honestly like not a lot of money for like dog sitting because dog sitting is like sure. It's like you have them in your house and stuff, but and like you just be in your house anyway. But also like it's just a lot of work. Like dogs are a lot of work to take care of. Yeah. And, like yeah especially the thing about like having an issue because i like have a job like girl i make like i make over a hundred dollars like a shift like i'm netting out like a hunt like 100 200 dollars mm-hmm. a shift like i'm not gonna fucking not go to work yeah exactly <laughs> so i can take care of your fucking dog no yeah <laughs> so they can't do that i don't know so yeah that pissed Dang. me off i was we were supposed to record last night and then we did not because I had to call off the recording because it was all happening like right as we were about to record and I was like if I get on the mic <laughs> if I get on the mic I'll be like Suzanne Collins's pen like it's yeah. gonna be hot hot so um dang yeah so I don't know safe travels to her uh hope she gets where she's going <laughs> good luck um best of luck hope she found a sitter um <laughs> But uh, yeah, that was my jump scare. Becca, what was yours? Well, um, something about going places is you have to also come back from them. So on the way back from Wisconsin, <laughs> I was supposed to leave on Sunday night. I had a flight and then Macy dropped me off at the airport. It was fine. My flight was only delayed like 30 minutes, which is like that's like no delay basically because you have to expect that at least that mm-hmm. um yeah and we all got on the plane we were like oh it's kind of fucking hot in here like do you feel that the woman next to me was like ha- feeling very claustrophobic and she was being very vocal about that and then the pilot gets on to aircom and he's like yeah so we're gonna sit here for another hour actually because the air conditioner Ooh. is broken oh and I was like, okay. And by hour, they mean three hours. And so that means I will miss my connection by about three hours. <laughs> so I'm going to have to maybe Ooh. get off, step off the plane. And I was like, okay, let me think about these things. Instead so let me of the plane. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to deep. Well, we all had to deep plane actually, because it has to be a certain temperature for people to be on the plane. And it was actually exceeding that temperature 
before we got on the plane, it was exceeding that temperature. So we all had to step off. And I was like, let me see if I can just get rebooked for tomorrow real quick. So then I was. So then another night at Macy's, yay. And we ate Indian food at her house. But then the next day, I had literally like the same time flight. So I Ubered to the airport, get on to damn plane. And then this one was fine. Like I was like, oh, no delay, like work. (laughs) And then we're just circling in the air for a little bit like just going in circles actually and we can all tell and the pilot's uh, like hey so we're actually gonna be up in the air for about another hour because me in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there is severe sun thunderstorms over charlotte where we're supposed to land we're mm-hmm. gonna land at this other airport and fuel up and then see what's up mm-hmm. so i missed my connection then by oh. about two hours oh but american american i'll, I'll say you by name because you kind of suck actually um but they were like they all suck spoiler alert um they automatically rebooked me for an 11 p.m flight so now i'm also texting jewel and i'm like so you do have to get me in newark at 1 30 a.m and she's like oh my dear goodness and i was like and you have to get me tonight because i work tomorrow famously um my mom would have been like you can't uber (laughs) An hour and a half to Allentown, Pennsylvania from <laughs> Newark. No, Jewel was trying to play that. And then she was like, okay, I don't want you to be stranded. I'll do it. And finally, finally, we get to to Charlotte, like after literally an hour and a half of like sitting there. Mm-hmm. And it was so annoying. Um, And I was getting so tired. And then like my Newark plane or my Charlotte plane takes off to Newark like at 12. Mm-hmm. There's severe thunderstorms that we are flying through and mm-hmm. i'm trying to damn sleep and the plane is shaking in the jello and uh, like the lightning it felt like it was gonna hit us and i was like actually like what does li- like if lightning hit a plane like what would happen like the plane is okay i don't know guys <laughs> you're <laughs> flying <like> a- <laughs> post submersible titans <laughs> exactly submersible. you're like oh, the pressure anything could happen <laughs> anything could happen um yeah and then finally arrived in newark around 2 30 a.m was driven home by my poor mother and we got home around 4 30 oh then i got up at 6 30 to go to work at 7 uh, and i felt like i was floating <laughs> and i'm like of course like my best weekend ever comes at a with that <laughs> yeah oh my god so i was just like not a woman I'm having an empath moment because I'm like, oh, exactly. Maybe it's because I've fucking been there. I because I have fucking been there. You have. You certainly have. (laughs) Travel. That's the thing about it. It's it can sometimes go definitely haywire. Um, but I'm safe at home, especially when no one is raining these fucking corporations in for anything they literally do. Like chill, Mayor Pete. Do your fucking job. Challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I dare you. Leave those damn kids at home. We know you have things (laughs) for a sitter exactly um but yeah so that was basically my jump scare it's just the the delays and all that and my lack of sleep mm-hmm. Ugh, but, i hate that for you no thank you <laughs> thank you because i know you've been there mm-hmm. but now that the nasty is out of the way we get to move on to our manic pixie moments which is just the wonderful the great the fantastic anything so lovely so quinn what was that for you this week my man, because moment, I've had a big week on eBay for some reason. Oh, lovely. 
sometimes eBay just be kicking. Like I just be checking a little bit sometimes um, mm-hmm. because did I talk about when I got my super discounted shoes? Yeah, I believe I did on this show. Well, yeah. thing is, I've like tried. I've had them for like month, month and a half now. They don't really work as like working shoes. Sure. <laughs> I've like, been wearing them to work, but like if I do do too much walking, they do start to really fucking hurt. hurt. Oh, no. Oh, no. And so I um, I've been like on the lookout for new shoes and I did. I did eventually procure new shoes, um, which is good. But um, good. I also found these other shoes that I've been wanting. Like I was looking at because I have my white high tops that I have. I love me a white high top. Um, mm-hmm. Good little versatile shoe. But my ones, the laces broke and I haven't ordered new laces and they're kind of just like beat up. So I'm like, why don't I just get new ones? But I also don't want to pay for new shoes, <laughs> like full right. retail price for new shoes. And I found this other pair. I was like, oh, I would get these, but they're expensive. I don't really want to buy that. And then I found them mm. on eBay at like <gasps> yes. a good price. But I was like, hmm, what if I got that price a little lower? And so this was the first time I ever did this. I made an offer on eBay below okay. asking price. Nice. And the offer, let me say, it was accepted. Yes, score. I saved me, me like ten dollars. Um, oh, sweet! Which paid for the shipping because the shipping was ten dollars. But I was like, mm. that just proves the rule of life that you sh- should haggle whenever you can. Yeah, no barter. Yeah, because yeah. I've sold things on eBay before, and like eBay kind of like sets the prices. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I don't even know if, it, but like I would have fully accepted like a lower price than what I would get. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. But so I was like, and it wasn't like so low that I was like you know it's a little bit of game theory because you're like how low can i go so i don't like insult the person right like i can also save the optimum amount of money but yeah so maybe i could have gone a little bit lower i was like "Hmm, maybe i do like 45 but no i was just like they make this offer and so yeah mama got two new pairs of shoes like it's I didn't so just turn down a like four hundred dollar dog <laughs> job job, Oopsie. but you know what? No amount of money is worth my integrity, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't worth it. So who cares? Yeah. I'll find the money. And honestly, exactly. Thing the is, I'm making plenty of money right now. Good without fucking dog sitting, and so it's not. I started doing it to make some fucking money, and <laughs> now it's not paying me as well as the other does two jobs. So yeah, more than it's worth. It can go on the back burner, literally. Um, Forget it. Anyway. Forget about it. But Becker, what Mm. was your Manic Pixie moment this week? My Manic Pixie moment was totally just being with my good friend Macy. (laughs) OMG. OMG. Like, there's just nothing like being with your friends. Like, this is what life is about. Like, when we were swimming in the lake and she was like, Becca, come here. And we were out in the water, like, practically drowning. We were both... Like, I love you so much. It was crazy. At yeah, at night. We're you all were trying to go find start. a Titan submersible. <laughs> we were on a mish. Um, no, we and then we both experienced like like I was getting like nausea because I was thinking about how much I missed her. And we were like, well, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, what are we gonna do? It's just gross that we live so far away from each other. Literally. But it makes seeing each other so exciting. I know. Yeah. No, that's why I'm like still plotting how to see my friends this weekend. I think you can find a way. Yeah. I feel like there's a way. Yeah. But that's why I'm hoping to get sent. 
Um, we're manifesting that it rains on Saturday enough so I can get sent <laughs> home. Hell yeah. Especially because I got cut from work for the first time. Like they were like, go home, please. Right. We don't need all these people here. Please go home. And like mm-hmm. the first day they asked me to do it, I was like, no, I'll stay and catch my bag. But then the second day yeah. I was like, I guess it's my turn. Yeah, I'll go. I'll do it. All right. Um, we'll manifest that. And so it is. And yeah, that's our show this week. Um, Becca, Yay. where can people find you on social media if they're so inclined? Well, they can find me on Instagram at Becca Hobart on mm-hmm. Twitter um, and Spotify, Bex Gloss, mm-hmm. and TikTok, where y'all go during World War Three. And they can also find me swimming in the Ken pool. I'm going to be the party Barbie all summer long. And Quinn, where can the people keep up with you individually if they're so inclined? You can find my at Quinn P. Murphy on both Twitter or no. Mm, that was a lie. Um, you find me mm. at Quinn P. Murphy on both Instagram and TikTok. And you can find me on Twitter at Quinn P. Murphy. You can also find Over Intellectuals Anonymous, my newsletter at Quinn P. Yes. Murphy dot substack dot com. I got the repost from at Becca Hobart the other day. So I was feeling especially famous. You better believe it. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I was like, Whoa. this one she must noticed. be kind of good. Wait. <laughs> at, at Becca Hobart noticed. Uh 6 26 23. Um, heart lock and key. Heart lock and key. Um but yeah, always a fun time over there. And Becca, where can people have a fun time with us on social media for the podcast if they are so inclined yeah. to do so? Well, they can follow at Manic Jumpscare on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube where we post the podcast at length and also exclusive content over there. They can also email in at manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com. It's so easy. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love it. Yeah. Yeah. Rough cuts of bugging out and thruple, camp thruple. Was my movie? Camp Thruple, yeah. Oh, my boyfriend Kit Connor, gay ass. He um <laughs> I like do? I like at mentioned him in the story and it was like, oh, Kit Connor doesn't accept like messages from people. And I was like, I wasn't even trying to message Whatever. him. First of all. <laughs> Stupid. Second of all. You're crazy. <laughs> second of all, I have a lucrative film for him, like from an up and coming soon to be Oscar, Emmy, Tony, Razzie. Um, mm-hmm. award-winning directress. Yeah. Ms. Becca so it's Hobart. a little rude. Yeah, thank and you. he doesn't want to take his loss on it. He, he being stupid right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> the offer hasn't anyway. come through. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. <laughs> we're, we're Quinn. And, and we're, we're Becca. Becca. And, and thank you, you for, for listening. listening. Bye, Barbie. Bye, Barbie. Bye Oppenheim. <laughs> Bye Oppenheim. <laughs> oh, I didn't stop recording. Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.